Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday, featuring independent and emerging artists from across Canada. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you for listening today. One to Watch Wednesday is brought to you by DRC Music. Now, if you're an independent or emerging artist yourself looking for a team of incredible industry professionals to build your career with, look no further than DRC Music. They have a true passion for growing careers and helping artists thrive. They've expanded into a full-service agency. So darn cool. For more details on the services they offer, check them out on Facebook today under DRC Music. Now, this week on One to Watch Wednesday, we're featuring a fabulous country artist out of Manitoba, Emma Peterson. You're going to, of course, learn more about her and you're going to hear two of her songs, Maybe Tonight and her latest, Hurt Like Hell. I'm so excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. So first off, thank you once again so much for being a part of Want to Watch Wednesday. Really appreciate your time and you sitting down over Zoom to chat. Now, I know a bit about you, of course, and you do have a bio and all that good stuff, but I always love the artists to tell us about themselves themselves. So tell us a bit about who Emma Peterson is. Yeah. So my name is Emma Peterson. I grew up in a small town called Winnipegosis, just north of Dauphin, kind of where they host Dauphin's Country Fest. I moved to Brandon, Manitoba um, just five years ago now to finish my nursing degree, which I just finished this year. And really like over the past five years, I've really just gotten into the music industry, especially in Manitoba here and kind of starting to um, spread out into the other provinces. But I kind of started with the CMT Chevy Tailgate Challenge in 2016. They had this contest for original songs and I decided to enter it and I ended up getting top four in Canada, which was insanely wild. I never ended up winning the contest, but it kind of opened some doors for me and exposed me a little more to like how the music industry works and a little bit more contacts. And from there, I got with the Manitoba Country Music Association. And I think like it all just escalated from there. From that contest, I really like talent contests. I feel like it gave me a chance to perform and kind of express myself in a different way than any other kind. Oh man, that's exciting. Yeah. Taking yeah. one of the top four spots on CMT's Chevy tailgate contest. That is huge. That must yeah, have felt for, amazing. For an 18 year old girl who wrote songs in her parents' basement at the time <laughs> to get featured on CMT Chevy top 20 with my original song was quite insane to be like, I, and I don't even think in the moment that I realized just how crazy it was because there was, I was so busy and I was running around Manitoba trying to get votes for this contest. It was a really, really good feeling. I think that it like everything happens how it's supposed to happen and I I just at the time I don't think it was my time to to go and to start that so yeah well we're happy to see you're here now and still Mm -hmm. releasing music and still in the industry that is amazing and from the sounds of it you've always loved performing and singing for your family but it wasn't until your sister played a Taylor Swift CD that you truly realized that this was your life path. This is what you wanted to do. So tell us a bit about that story. Coming from Winnipegosis, um, we don't really have that, that many big stores there. So we had to drive to Dauphin 45 minutes away to go get a CD. And my mom gave me $20 and said, okay, you can go buy what you want. And my sister convinced me to buy this Taylor Swift CD. And I think it was because she wanted it, not because I wanted it. We got it and we put it in and we played it on the way home. And I just love, I love the songs. I love the storytelling, the music. 
music, just everything about her debut CD, I just loved. So I kind of became a little, little bit of a Swifty, as they would say. I was a very big fan and still am. Just with her writing style and how she isn't afraid to just change her sound as she, as she evolves and as she gets older. And she's the reason that I bought a $50 guitar from Walmart and taught myself how to play guitar over YouTube. And yeah. How is it learning guitar over YouTube? I saw that in your bio and I feel like that would be very tricky. So how was it for you to learn guitar over YouTube? <laughs> well, it was YouTube and actually my parents had a MacBook and there was a garage band and there was two videos that were like 30 minutes long teaching you how to play like the basic chords and what the names of the strings were. So I watched those videos over and over and over again until I could figure out how to get those chords. And I remember finally I learned how to play G, D, and C and I went to my parents. I was like, okay, like this is it. Like I'm showing you these chords that I played and I don't think it was that great. Like for the first couple of years, like I was learning how to strum, how to play. My fingers were bleeding and they hurt, but it was worth it. But it was definitely a very big challenge. But we, where I'm from, like we didn't have a guitar teacher and I was lucky enough that we had a vocal teacher. So I was able to take vocal and piano lessons, but wanting to play country music, I had to learn how to play guitar. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool though. What was the first song that you learned how to play on guitar? Uh, it was I Run To You by Lady Antebellum. And it wasn't Taylor Swift because she had a different, I think that song has three chords and it. it's like D, A, and G, I Run To You. So it was very simple. It's actually a full circle moment for me because when I did that Chevy tailgate challenge in Dauphin at Dauphin's Country Fest, Paul McGuire was there and he knew or knew of Lady Antebellum and they were in a bus right next to us backstage at Country Fest. And he's like, oh, we're going to go out there and we're going to meet them. And I was freaking out because I was like, oh my gosh, like they sing the first song I ever learned how to play on guitar. And I got to meet Hillary. And the one thing I remember Hillary telling me was she had this like to go mug that was full of like rhinestones and glitter. And she's like, do you like my um to go mug? And I was like, yes, I do. That I, I totally went off topic there. But no, I love that. That <laughs> was so cool. That was a great go. story. <laughs> yeah, so so I'll, that's how I learned how to play guitar. And that was my full circle moment at Country Fest. Oh, that would have been so incredible. Now, now, the first time that you went on stage to perform in front of a crowd that wasn't your family, how was it? How did it feel? And what kind of emotions were going through your veins? Oh, man. Like, I would like to say that the first like the first time I played in front of crowds were in my hometown and those were always good feelings. It was almost like I was still playing for my family because everyone there is so supportive. And I mean, I grew up, I grew up with all my neighbors and everyone in my town. But the first time that I played for a crowd that wasn't people I knew was when I did Star Search in Yorkton. So that's another contest. And I think I was like 16 or 17 at the time. And I remember playing, they have this fair and I can't think of the name of it, but they have this big fair there and that the singing contest is there. And I just remember like looking out and all these people like they looked like they were enjoying what I was doing and enjoying my performance and then I think my favorite part was afterwards when people come up to you to say that they liked your performance and liked your song or liked your singing it just it makes you feel so good because it just it's kind of like that validation and to know that I somehow connected with someone so much that they like came up to chat with me about it I think sometimes people get nervous to come up to you after the show to say that they enjoyed it but that's honestly the best part about performing is connecting with people after once we're able to do it again go up to the artist and tell them that you like them show them your appreciation for what they yeah. did on stage you know it just gives them that little bit of a 
boost to confidence. <laughs> it just warms our hearts. Like it feels so good to know that like you, I don't even know how to describe like it. Like they connected with your songs yeah, or they connect with your with sound. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Well, growing up in Winnipeg, Osis, that has a population of about 617 people you did grow up to be very country proud and you did move to Brandon, but you have very mm -hmm. fond memories of your hometown and you continue to have those fond memories and that continues to fuel your fire. And that's what initially did light your spark to continue your music career. And that's pretty amazing. Now, how did growing up in a small community inspire you and from the sounds of it continue to inspire you throughout your musical journey to this day? Well, I mean, growing up in a small community, a lot of what we listened to was country music. And I think a lot of it, too, was my grandparents and my parents listened to country music. And we had a cabin near the lake, um, near Lake Manitoba, not far from where I live. And they had an old record player. And I remember all these old like country records we used to play at the lake. And have like Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline and all these like old country singers. And even on our like drives around town, because I mean, like, what do you do in a small town? You just drive around all the time. We play these old CDs and it just just I fell in love with like the old like 70s 80s 90s country sound that just I don't know it just the sound is so so unique and so perfect moving to Brandon I do go home quite often and last year when the pandemic kind of hit and we went into lockdown um, I was a student still so I decided to move back home for a couple months just to live with my parents and kind of figure my stuff out and going home again just lit so many different like song ideas in my mind and I remember I had the worst inner ever and I was trying to zoom people to be like I have this song idea and I felt so bad for my producer because I'd FaceTime him with this awful internet service trying to play him this song idea that I have because you get so much so much inspiration just from being home I actually released this video like these kind of live acoustic videos and there's a song called back road dreams and I that song idea came to me when I was driving home and I was looking at the back roads I was like oh like they must hold so many stories all of like this area must have like so many different stories of like what people were doing or what was on their mind or conversations that they've had. Yeah, mm -hmm. just so so much inspiration from back home. Definitely. Well, we are going to talk about one story that you wrote about called Maybe Tonight. We're going to play the song here in a couple of seconds, but tell us about Maybe Tonight before we play it. Yeah, so Maybe Tonight was kind of just written about being at home and kind of showing maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend around your hometown and all the things that are so unique to your own hometown. That song in the video to that song was filmed in my hometown too with all my friends and my cousins and my family. So it holds a really special place in my heart. And I think it was just kind of a thank you and a kind of toast to my hometown and all of all of my memories. Oh man, that is amazing. One last question here before we play the song. What is something unique? about your own hometown. I love the beach at my hometown and just like the river runs through my town. It goes to the lake and we usually always had our family fun weekend um, at the beach and now we actually have it on the boulevard in the middle of our town. But like something unique, like honestly, it's just the people like going home, like there is nothing about Winnipegosis and as we, we call ourselves the villagers and <laughs> <laughs> just home. It's just, it's nice. As you can tell, I, re I really love where I'm from. <laughs> I love that. That is so sweet. Well, here is a song based around your hometown. This is Maybe Tonight by our guest, Emma Peterson.
song maybe tonight well something that did happen in 2019 is you headed to the manitoba country music awards in winnipeg with a ton of nominations including fans choice female artist music video of the year and ultimately you took home the emerging artist category you won that so congratulations on that as well how did that feel and how has that expanded your career 
honestly, that award helped me so much. It was a bit bittersweet because I can't kind of came off a high of winning the Emerging Artist Award there at the MCMAs. Booked a ton of shows. I ended up getting a show to open for High Valley in 2020 in the summer and booked a few other festivals. And I thought it was going to be a great summer. 2020 was going to be my best year yet. And I was going to release more music. And then March of 2020 happened. And I was like, well, I guess I guess all of this is not going to happen anymore. I guess I'm going to be in my house for the summertime. Oh, man. Well, hopefully 2021 has some backyard concerts and some outside concerts to have. That would be great. I'm not too sure what's going on in Manitoba right now, to be quite honest. But (laughs) well, you know what? Like there's so much so many live um, like online concerts now that you can watch and do and being a nursing student and now soon a nurse like I totally understand why like why we're all staying home and why we're being safe it makes sense I definitely miss singing live in person for people hopefully soon that would be amazing (laughs) which stage would you absolutely love to play on and on top of that as well who would you love to share the stage with Thinking just in Canada would, of course, be like the Canadian Country Music Awards. That would be awesome. But a dream stage of mine would be to play like the Grand Ole Opry at the Ryman. That would be just amazing. And to share the stage with anyone, of course, it'd be like Taylor Swift because, I mean, it's Taylor Swift. My number one answer would be Taylor Swift. Amazing. She's just amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool to see you on stage with her. That'd be sweet. I like not only or, or Shania Twain, but I feel like. If you pick like a really good like Shania Twain, like Taylor Swift, like not only like just performing with them, but just like hearing their wisdom afterwards or like advice afterwards too, would just I think would be amazing. Yeah, just to get that really cool response from them to see yeah. how they've done it throughout their career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> On top no. of being a very talented singer songwriter, you mentioned that you just wrapped up nursing school, which is a pretty big yeah. deal. Congratulations on that. Thank How was that experience and what made you want to decide to be a nurse? Um, well, actually, my mom's a nurse and my sister is a nurse practitioner. So I kind of come from a family of nurses. I love making connections with people as music does a great job of doing that, but also just caring for people. It just fills a space in my heart that I don't think that anything else could. I just finished well this past March and now I'm studying for my NCLEX exam, which is sometimes I think I, I put a lot on my plate sometimes that I don't know if I should be doing. I was like, you know what, I'm going to graduate school and then I'm going to release a song right after but it it keeps me busy and even throughout school like music is just my kind of escape that I love I love doing and I of course hope that this can be music can be my full-time career but I needed to be a little bit realistic and get some type of degree under my belt just in case well you know what as long as you love what you're doing that is amazing as well so congratulations on that and I know you're gonna make a wonderful full-time nurse one day or a full-time musician. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That would be amazing. You just never know. (laughs) Now, something that is definitely another accomplishment of yours. It just happened here. Your latest song, Hurt Like Hell, came out. Your song, Hurt Like Hell, was in the top country downloads for April 6th alongside Megan Patrick, Kelsey Ballerini, Tennille Arts, and Miranda Lambert. That is such a huge feat. And that is so start like just so cool. Congratulations on that. Thank you mentioned you. that you were just elated when you found out that you were one of the top five downloads across country music in Canada. That must have been just such a cool feeling. Like it it's such a cool feeling. And I mean, like, I, I was not expecting it at all. Like I just 
I kind of woke up in the morning. I was like, okay, like my song's going to go to radio today. Like, we'll see if anyone wants to add it or download it. Like, who knows? And then when it got to top three downloads, I don't even think that my brain like comprehended it for a couple hours. And then I was like, oh my goodness, like people are actually going to be listening to this song potentially. It was just such a good feeling. And even just to be amongst those women in that category felt really good. Oh man, that's amazing. When you release music to the world, how does it feel for you? Because these songs are coming from your heart, from a vulnerable place, or even a happy place. So when you release a song out to the world, how does it feel for you? Do you get nervous? Do you get excited? Do you get a bit of both? I get definitely a bit of both. I think leading up to the day, um, especially leading up to like the release to radio, I get really nervous because I'm like, well, are people even going to like it? Like, I'm not sure. And then I second guess myself. Did I pick the right song? Did I do the right thing? Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Is this the right time? And then when like top three downloads in the country happens, I'm like, oh, like, okay. It kind of gives me that little <laughs> bit of validation of when I have all this doubt, like, okay, I, I might be doing the right thing here. Well, you're definitely doing the right thing. This song is so, so good. We're going to play it here and get you to tell us more about it here in a couple of seconds, but everybody's going to want to know where they can find you to get more details about you and to hear more of your songs. So where can we find you? So on Facebook, you can find me on Emma Peterson Music. Instagram is Emma Peterson Music. And pretty much if you go to the search engine on like any social media site, if you just search Emma Peterson Music, I'm I will pop up. For sure. Well, this song is available on all streaming services and at radio. So make sure you request it and make sure you download, yes. buy and stream it. Hurt Like Hell, this song is beautiful. I heard it and I thought, my heart, my heart. And you describe the song as it's a phrase that we're all familiar with. And this song is about a breakdown, getting the courage to say goodbye to someone in the long run. The pain is going to be worth it. So when you're writing this song, how is it created? I wrote this song actually down in Nashville with Adam Wheeler and yeah, like hurt like hell, very familiar phrase. And I don't know if I heard someone say it, but I was like, oh, like, I think that'd be like a good, a good song. And I kind of put it in the sense of, yeah, like you're saying, getting the courage to say goodbye to someone isn't easy, especially because goodbyes hurt like goodbyes are not fun but when you're in a really awful situation and you're not happy and and things are hurting like hell you kind of need to get that courage and rip off the band-aid and say you know what I got to move on I got to move past this and even though I know this goodbye is going to hurt like hell and it's going to suck and it's going to take me a while to get through I think I think I can and I think once I move past this and kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel it'll all be I'll be okay
There's our guest, Emma Peterson, with her latest song, Hurt Like Hell. And you can get that song and her song, Maybe Tonight, wherever you buy, download, or stream your music. And you can check her out on all social media platforms and on her website so you can follow along her musical journey. Big, big thanks going out to Emma for hanging out on One to Watch Wednesday this week. It is brought to you by Studio B and sponsored by DRC Music. If you're an artist or you know an artist who needs management or artist services... Check out DRC Music. I know they're going to offer you the best professional services and support because I've seen it. And if you're ready to work with exceptional people and get an exceptional experience, go to DRC Music on Facebook today. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.